It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Welcome back, everyone, to the FlowTrack Podcast. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. Our email address is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the FlowTrack Podcast YouTube page. Gordon, I want to begin with asking you how it feels to be sampled as part of a Usain Bolt song. Did not ever think that would happen in my lifetime, let alone any human beings so i'd never thought i'd be sampled in any song let alone like my friend song from like middle school <laughs> uh but it turns out that bolt is still uh thinking about my misleading take or bad take or incorrect take whatever you want to call that take and he's now turning into a song which to be honest i feel honored and it's mm-hmm. you know it is kind of funny i'm not gonna lie and uh, I would hope that maybe we could get Bolt onto the podcast and he can mm-hmm. debut the full song on the podcast and he can kind of, in real time, yeah, just obliterate my take and just let me know for sure that I was way out of bounds for that position that I took a week ago. But, yeah. I don't I know. Like, I'm kind of. I was lost of world. I was a. I was a. I was at a loss of words. I like that he didn't just get one thing out of it. He had the tweet, and then he circled back around with the song, which we'll we'll play the clip in a second. He posted it on Twitter and and on Instagram. I just want to know what's next. Is he going to do a whole merch line just based off of something you said in the podcast? Like I, I really love. How much he's getting out of this? Colt has the uh, Colt has the clip. We'll pull it up and we'll play it for you guys right now. At the beginning, you'll hear Gordon's voice, and then it will go into uh, go into the rest of the song here. And then, if you're watching, he starts dancing. It's it's everything you could hope it would be. You may only have 24 hours left of the Trump card of Usain Bolt being the world record holder. What? 24? What? Kids are ears. Yo, play it up. <laughs> I will say this, I will say this, if he needs to like film the music video and he needs me to be in person, I'm more than willing to come down to Jamaica for the music video shoot and he can paint me and put me in, in any position possible, put me on a, a fake, you know, TV screen or whatever. I'm willing yeah, to play yeah. my part in uh, the making of this, uh, this song, this music video song. I think I want a 24 wa shirt. Like if he doesn't make the merch, I think we should make the merch. The 24 wa just makes me laugh every time I hear it. It's tremendous. Um, Listen, he's retired. 
right? He's into music. He probably gets excited every single time someone thinks they're going to break his record or someone says someone else is going to break his record and they don't because it feels like another win. Anytime a 100-meter race is run and it's slower than 9.58, Bolt celebrates. In many ways, you became his, his main opponent this year because you, you were the one who was getting his competitive juices going. Nobody else is saying, oh, I'm going to break Bolt's record. He's not able to compete anymore. So this was a way for him to rekindle uh, some of that competitive fire. So I loved it. I want to ask Colt a question, though, because this came on night one of the pod in Eugene when I wasn't there. It was also the night when uh, our tech was probably at its worst. Our internet was really bad. How does it feel that this is the most famous clip from the show now? And and the audio quality is really – no fault of your own, but the audio quality is just really bad. I honestly think it's fitting that we're, when we're taking big shots at, like, international celebrities that we do it from a dorm room on a phone – with terrible Wi-Fi, <laughs> I think it's appropriate. And just imagine I will say if this. I was gone the other nine days. What would have happened with Gordon if I was not there the other nine days? The pod would be in a much yeah, better how many place, songs? I'm sure, because there would have been a whole album. It would have been now. That's what I call music, Volume sixty-two, featuring <laughs> Gordon Max track takes. <laughs> Twenty twenty diss track versions of Gordon. Yep, for sure. You think like El Garouds would be writing a song? Like it'd be like a country <laughs> exactly. song? <laughs> exactly. You'd be like, really? You think uh, Jakob Ingerbrinson's going to break my record? Well, I'll tell you this. Where do I will you say this. If I, were, if I were to be able to have a conversation with, with Bolt on this podcast or in any other scenario, I would ask him two questions. Yeah. First question would be, after you saw Curly run 9-7 in the first round, how fast did you think he would run? Because mm-hmm. he knows talent, and I know he looks at Fred Curly as a very good sprinter. Clearly, he's the world champion. I would want to know yeah. how fast he thought he would have ran. Obviously, he didn't think he would run 9-5-8, but I think he thought he would run fast. That would be because the first Because nobody question. did except for you. But I would want nobody to know if did. he thought he would run 9-6. If you would run, sure. you know, what he ran, whatever. And then the second question would be, why did you wait till after the 24 hours to dunk on me and not before the 24 hours was up? Was there a hint or even a tiny, tiny percentage where you're like, well, let me just wait and see before I go all in. You may only have 24 yeah. hours left of the Trump card of the same <laughs> bone. Colt's just going to keep playing it. What? 24 or what? <laughs> 24 was so great. Uh, DC Noel in the chat says, as odd as, as odd as it sounds at first blush, Gordon being the subject of a track and field diss track is strangely on brand. <laughs> okay. uh, and he I, wants to know where's I the Jake Whiteman diss in a... track aimed at Gordon's Jakob take. I agree. Oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate so people listening. I appreciate Bolt having fun with it. Um, yeah. Who would have thought? This was not on my it 2022 al- bucket list. It also made me think, too. Obviously, Bolt was was competing when social media was big. But, like, it's even bigger now. And I wonder how he would do in this current era. Because I feel like what 
most people would do now with something like this would be, you know, you post afterwards, say people are doubting you, you proved them wrong, all that other stuff. Like, but since it's Bolt, he manages to have fun with literally everything out there. The, the, instead, we get this, which I guess it's easier to do when you're the fastest man in history and the greatest sprinter of all time. But I, but I do think it makes me, uh, it does make me wonder a little bit like how he would do in this current era where like, everybody is online all the time and everybody has a response in every sport constantly and everybody's reading everything they said you know in 20 2016 2017 i think you were able to block athletes were able to block more of it out or it was just kind of assumed hey i'm, I'm not going to venture into that whereas now people are just so willing and able to engage all the time constantly uh like would we have seen more of this from from bolt because there was a lot of times in his especially the last couple of years of his career when People were not taking shots at him, but like there was that year Gatlin was running faster than yep, he was. Twenty fifteen. You know? Yep. I mean, what would happen? Twenty eleven when he falls starts. Like what? What would have happened then? I just, I think uh, he he's able to approach everything with this sort of mindset, which makes him him. So yeah, the offers on the table, Mister Bolt. If you need some, if you need me in person for the music video film, I'm there. Just let me know where yeah. and when. Yeah, you're on and like we'll a TV Kevin can... in a yacht in the Caribbean. <laughs> and then we'll bring Kevin along too. Kevin, you can come and you can be my my co-host uh, in the. Uh, I'll be your manager. Music video. You'll be my manager. So Gordon's not signing anything. Twenty-four watt. Colt, would you buy a twenty-four watt shirt? Absolutely. Yes, I would. I think that's my favorite piece of potential merch that we've ever come up with on this show. So I'm excited for that. I mean, I was personally yeah. proud of the take because I felt like I did a good job of going all in on the take. Like I, looking back of what I said, like I was not holding anything back. Hold on. Hold on. But two days ago, you said if they listen to the whole take, I also said it may not happen. I do. do yeah, both. that's true. But, you know, I went a little into the paint. With you know, you know, telling the Jamaican fans that they need to you know dust off the YouTube videos and enjoy it while they can. Yeah, you know, yeah. that was a little harsh. Maybe yeah. that hit a little too ho- too deep for the Jamaican took, sprint though. community. The Trump card of Usain Bolt. Maybe what it took. The world record holder. One more time. Twenty-four one. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about. Um, what are we talking about? Here we go. What we want to see the rest of the season. We talked about some yeah. potential matchups on, on last pod at, uh, what could happen at Euros or Commonwealths. Some people are done for the season. Some people are going to keep going, but, um, Gordon, what's, what's a, an athlete you want to see in a race you want to see or a matchup you want to see the, the rest of the way. Athlete or race. I want to see the rest of the way. I want to see. I want to see a Devin Allen, Grant Holloway race, but I don't think we're going to get that because I think isn't he going to training camp has already football? started for the Eagles, yeah. so I don't think we're going to get it. So I think the next best thing would be uh, let's see if Grant Holloway can lower his PB. I want to try, I want to see Grant Holloway try or attempt in a few rounds to break the world record. That's a good pick. I think he needs he. I think he needs at least have the seasons the the best mark of the year. Like, cause 
he's two-time world champion, but you know, mm-hmm. when you look at the descending order list, you're going to see Devin Allen above him for 2022. And I feel like he should run faster than Devin Allen. That's what I want to see. It would it would be great to see Allen because listen, we didn't get to see him in Eugene in that final, and that was the the thing that united every single track fan in Eugene and I think around the world, which was, ugh, this rule. This rule prevented this great matchup that we wanted to see. And listen, maybe Holloway would have won anyway. We won't know. But if Allen is going to just go full on to football, which is what everybody's saying, then yeah, seeing Holloway race some more would be good. Because he didn't race a lot pre-World Champs. And he's run 1281. 84 is the season's best. We saw really fast high hurdle women's times in Eugene, but that that race didn't materialize. But you can you can totally see why with the callbacks and everything. But I, I thought it was for sure going to need to take a sub a sub 13 to win it. But I also thought that would be with Allen in the race, with Parchman in the race, and with Daniel Roberts in the race. And it ended up just being Holloway and Cunningham, basically. Can I also add to this? I want to see Holloway run a fast 100-meter dash. We said that every year. I know, but I want to see it. I want to see how fast he can go. I love the the U.S. athletes who are very versatile. You know, like Abby Steiner being 4x1, 4x4. Michael Norman could potentially... Run the two or the one, being a great 400 meter runner. Fred Curley did what, doing what he's did. Holloway, he has that unique talent. Even Kenny B can do that. You know, he was running the 400 yeah. in college. All of these one, two, four guys and and women. Yeah. You just, I love seeing them not just be able to, you know, be good in either event, but be great in either event. Speed travels. <clears throat> It travels across distances, so it, it doesn't surprise me. I just think people, when they become pros, they get focused in on one event. You brought up Norman. I think he mentioned he was going to keep racing, and I think he said shorter stuff too. So I think we could see Norman in a two or a one Ooh, after, yeah. after the season. But I want to see him in a fast quarter because that race in Eugene was strangely slow by world championship standards. You know, forty-four mid when I didn't, I didn't think he needed to PB, but I also did. I thought he'd have to run under forty. I thought he would run under forty-four. I don't know what was going on with that race. It was forty-four twenty-nine, not forty-four. Excuse me. <clears throat> so I don't know what really went on with that race, but I'd like to see if he can PB this year in the four hundred. Now that this pressure's off, he's got the gold medal. Can he run faster than forty-three, forty-five? You know, he ran forty-three-five at at USA. He's ran the forty-three-six at pre. It's all going in that direction. He just didn't have that big culminating final fast race. Again, I don't think he cares at all. He could have won that in 57 seconds, and he would have been totally fine with it because he has a gold medal, and that's what he's been going after. But I do want to see fully unleashed, you know, can take a big swing at a 400 or even a, a two, Michael Norman. Yeah, I would love to see it too. I mean, remember when... Michael Norman was beating Noah Lyles in a 200? Like, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Norman Lyles beat 9-8 in a 100? Yeah. 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 So, there's potential to see some unique greatness from some of these athletes. 
All right, another one I wrote down. This is pretty obvious. Sydney in a non-Formier hurdle event. Because I think that's going to foreshadow the future where she's not running the 400 hurdles anymore. She's set to run in Monaco, and you look at the Monaco events, and it could mean anything. <laughs> she could be making sure in the 1500. We don't know. Like, she could be doing any anything in Monaco. Uh, I, I think most people are in most interested in the 400. I had heard some talk about the high hurdles, but I think where people are interested in is the flat 400 because her personal best is in no way in line with what she could actually run. She just split 47, nine. Uh, so she could obviously go under, I mean, do you think, is there any doubt she could run under 49 right now in an open four? Oh, no doubt at all. Right. So just seeing just seeing that mark would be would be incredible. Just seeing her lay down a forty eight, which I think everybody can and I'm talking about right now. I'm not saying in the future can she run forty eight, because I think everybody knows in the future she can run forty eight. But I I I think it's funny if she lie, if she does the formula hurdles in Monaco. Just talk about having zero motivation. <laughs> You know what she what should do? You, what do you do in that case? She knows she can you, just run two seconds slower than her all-time best and still win. I would love to see someone in a sprint race like the 400 hurdles in the final stretch after the final hurdle. She like turns around and runs backwards across the finish line. She'd be like, yeah, I'm so good. I can, I can lollygag in the final 20 meters and still have enough to win because time doesn't mean anything anymore. I will say this. I want to see Sydney try to qualify for the 400 Diamond League final. Get a bye to the, to the Diamond League uh, 400. You can win the 400 in the Diamond League. Then yeah. you have a bye in both the 400 hurdles and the 400. So potentially in Budapest, you have a lot of options to figure out what you want to do. You don't have to worry about qualifying. You're in both. And you can just yeah. kind of figure it out as you go. I'm just looking, you look at her page, right? you pull up her, her personal bests on her World Athletics page, and you go and you look at the 400 meters, 50.07, 400 meter hurdles, 50.68. Those don't match up. Those do not match up at all. So I want to see that 50.68 50. uh, taken down. I think everybody does. I don't know the current situation. Women's Diamond League 400. But you're right. That could mean one less race next year. We don't know the schedule yet for Budapest. People are saying double uh, in both, which I think would be a cool little bridge. Middle part of her career when she's dominant. Especially Miller Weibo saying she's not going to run the 400 at the Paris Olympics. Basically leaves the women's 400 so wide open. Unless a thing Mo comes down from the eight. Who's going to be there that can run potentially what Sydney McLaughlin could run? I mean, Paulina, but you know, yeah, but it would take a, it would take a big jump up basically is what I'm saying. Now is the time, both in terms of the point in her career, because she's still at her peak and she's looking for new challenges. And also just because the competition, the double is not only doable, I think she would be the she'd be the clear favorite in both in Paris if Miller Weibo doesn't run. 
but she says she's not going to. Yeah. Agree? Disagree? Agreed. Can you hear my stomach right now? No. Am I supposed okay. to? No, we can't on the show. Cool. Okay. Because it is making a lot of noise right now. You know, you get the little thing that. in the stomach and it goes... It's like really loud right now to me. And I feel like I'm ruining the podcast. But if you guys can't hear it, that's okay. Sorry to digress. I just had to bring it up. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Next topic. Diss tracks leading to digestive instability here. All right. What's next? All right. I said. Well, I got a couple other ones. I got a couple. I'll I'll throw a couple of them out and you can pick which one you want to talk about. I wrote down men's hundred just because. I just would want to see who would win that race because I don't know who's still going to keep racing. And there's plenty of opportunities to run fast. Curly banged up. But I don't know. Marshall Jacobs didn't run semis at Worlds, right? Is Bracey going to run? Is Bromel going to run? I don't know. The other one I put Amusan in another hurdle race just to see what she can do. And then um, I wrote Fisher in another 5,000 just because going, looking back at his two races, the guy was there. <laughs> with a hundred to go in both races and didn't come away with a medal. And I'm always interested in the people who get like are disappointed at world championship Olympics and then just use that to fuel their season after the world championship Olympics and just run, either go win a race that they shouldn't win or run an insanely fast time. And I feel like Fisher is like highly motivated after just missing out on a couple medals. Those are the other three I wrote down. So men's hundred, I kind of honestly don't, have any passion around that one right now because Hurley and Jacobs, they're not healthy. So the odds of them being healthy at all the next month or two. I know. That's my point. My point is they, I know my point is they're not going to be there, but they having high profile hundred meter races. Who's there? Who wins is kind of interesting. Maybe Omanyala comes back. Yeah. He'll, he, he'll be highly motivated. I don't know. Maybe Bromel drops Omen. another late season nine, seven. Yeah, exactly. Remember, this was the point post-global championship last year when Lyles got back on track. Now, it was only that one race at Pre, but that's that shifted the entire story around Lyles because he was coming off the Olympics where he got beat, got a bronze medal, right? And then comes back, runs fast at Pre, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, no, it's back. So someone like Coleman, that's a good name to watch. Yeah. I guess I would rather see, when it comes to men's sprints, I would rather see Ken Noah Lyles go even faster. Can he pull along Knighton to an incredible mark? And just like, my eyes have kind of all shifted into the 200 versus the 100 because the 100 has the, the top guys banged up. I would, my eyes okay, are kind of more focused on the 200. Okay, well, your eyes can look at more than one thing, but tell me why, what, what do you want to see in the two? More just more Knighton and Lyles. Yeah, I want to see Norman in there to make it a little interesting, and I want to see like Joseph Fombula. I want to see him get pulled. I want to see some of these people who have run well, like Kenny B, Joseph Fombula, Knighton, Michael Norman. I want to see them 
get pulled in, along into all-time great marks yeah. because Noah Lyles is in the race. And they know, like, oh, I'm going up against a 19-3 guy. I need sure. to become a 19-5 guy or 19-6. And if all of a sudden the tier right behind Lyles is a bunch of 19-4, 5, and 6s as opposed yeah. to a bunch of 19-7s and 8s, that sure, gets sure. exciting. So I'm looking forward to see if this postseason can result into a newfound depth in the men's 200. I'm also wondering about athletes who are injured coming back. So Mboma, Gabby Thomas, the women's two could be interesting. Shrika Jackson is going to run Commonwealth at least. Does that mean she's going to run some Diamond League races? So that could be fun too. I think Fraser Price isn't running Commonwealth, but Shrika Jackson is. I think Shrika, of the big three in Jamaica, I think Shrika Jackson is the one to watch post-World Championships. As for your Grant Fisher in a 5K, I mean, he only runs yeah. his fast 5Ks in the woods or in, like, the middle of nowhere. So well, he ran one in Southern you California. You want to run a fast 5K. Yeah. You want to run a fast 5 in the woods. Your definition of the woods includes two major metropolitan areas in the United States, Los Angeles and Boston. Interesting. I know you're Mr. Big Time New York City guy, but Boston's still a pretty big city. They had woods vibes. <laughs> what does that mean? They were in low-key races. They were in low-key races. With no pressure. No expectations around them. Right. right, 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 right. If I, okay. So I would rather see Let me Grant rephrase Fisher question. in a 5K at a Diamond League. Not well, that's what I'm saying. A Diamond League is fast. That's what I'm saying. A fast 5K, like a Diamond League 5K. Here, here's my question. Let me reframe this. People can who watching along can answer the question. Like who's more – I mean, I'll use the lack of a better word – pissed at their world champ results more than Grant Fisher? You say Devin Allen. Yeah. I can come up with a bunch right? of people. That would be – yeah. And then there's some people who got hurt and stuff. But he just misses a medal in the 10, gets fourth, runs a great race. And then the 5,000 has the issue with 100 to go. It's jostled around. like goes off the rail. Like he was right there. And he probably looks at that as that was my big opportunity. Crop and Oscar Chalimo go silver and bronze. He Grijalva gets fourth. He's like, that was my chance to medal, probably. So I, I just don't know who's like more motivated coming out of world champs than than Fisher. Trying to see how old is Fisher? He's 25. So he still has one more year of his prime. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be fine. He'll get it in 2023. That's right. Okay, but answer my you question. Still there? Yeah, of course I'm what, still there. What was your I'm question? Like looking at how old, who, who's more motivated, post world champs, than Fisher? Is there another athlete out there who can go on this? Who can go on a revenge tour? I love post global championship revenge tours. Is what I'm saying. I would say. I think there might be. I don't know who. I don't know where. And I don't know when. 
and I don't know how, but somebody <laughs> in the men's 800 will go out and run 142. Okay. Nobody in the men's 800 can be mad about the result of that, that race because nobody knew who the favorite was. Nobody. Well, yeah, I think they're all. I think they're all mad. Of meddling. No, they're not mad. They're happy to be there. No, they're not happy to be there. I think they recognize, like, all right, I need to end my season not with a. I need to end it with a bang. I need to go into 2023 being like, all right, I just came off a 143 low or 142 high. Not, I came off of 2022 with the bronze medal in a 145 race or whatever. Yeah, the fact that you the fact that you can't name a, a singular individual though is my that's exactly my point. Well, it's the collective, the collective. No one person. So everybody, the, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're betting that the men's eight hundred is gonna be fast now all of a sudden after you tried to cancel the event in the beginning of the year. And yeah, because now they realized they after Worlds they thought it would happen at Worlds. It didn't happen at Worlds, so now they're like, all right. Now it's time to get to business. They're in a group chat right now. They're on a WhatsApp. I don't think it's called. Oh man, Gordon might be right is the name of the chat, and they're just talking about how how do we uh how do we change this up? And so they're gonna meet up. They're gonna go to a bunch of different meets, and they're gonna look for a leader to Who's revitalize the, leader? the event. They don't Who's know the yet. They gotta run it has. to find out. Yeah, I'm not optimistic on on this one. I'm uh, so I'm, I'm taking. This as evidence that you think it should be Fisher as a person who's the most motivated. I guess Coleman. Someone put some of the high hurdlers there, like Kenny Harrison and Alicia Johnson. Johnson would be a good one. She was having a great, great year, and then out early in the high hurdles. Would have been Jakob, except he won the gold. Jakob could have a lot of motivation to like dominate the fifteen, like go out there and run exactly like three twenty six or yeah. something. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. And if he was silver, silver, I think he'd be the runaway choice for for this award. But I think that gold changes a lot because he proved himself. In Jakob's mind, he should never lose a race ever to anybody at any distance. That's just that's sort of the vibe I get from listening to him talk. So he would have seen two silver medals as just a complete, a, like a dismal performance at the World Championships. Um, all right. What about Amusan? I just want to see uh, where, like, where does she fit in between? Just we have the twelve forty, we have the twelve twelve, and the twelve oh six. I just want to see where along that spectrum her next race lands. That's what I'm interested in seeing. I mean, her next ra- race will land in the twelve threes. You say that, but you also thought that's what she'd run in the final. As I was standing right next to you, and she ran a wind dated twelve oh six, so I don't. Yeah, but I'm gonna. There's just I'm gonna believe her over you. Sorry, it's just the way it is. I don't know what she's capable of. And it's not make just a bet? her. Do you want to make a bet? Do you want to make a bet right now? Her next race will be twelve three or slower. Twelve three or so. I don't know when her next race is, so I'm not gonna make that bet. The whole event though. Her next is race in twenty. Her next race. What do you mean you don't know when it is? It doesn't matter. Her next race. Whenever it is, yeah, I don't know. whether it's tomorrow or a year from now. Okay, well, how about this? She won't run sub 12-20 again this season. 
You make, take Maybe that not. Bet? No, I'm yeah. not going to take that bet. Maybe not, but I want to see it. Like, would it surprise you if one of these other women who ran really fast got under 1220? Macho Quinn or Anderson. Like, that event is so deep right now. Bro, Jeez. she ran so many races. Look at that screen. Put that back up. That's this year? That's this year? Yeah. A lot of races. Don't show that to Jerry oh, Schumacher. Man. He'll have a heart attack. Yeah, what is the what is the count here? What was Steiner One, ended up two, with 50, three, 56, 56, 57 races? I think Toby Amundsen's pretty close. Twenty races. Okay. But she had hundreds too, right? She ran some flat hundreds. Or just a couple. Four by ones. Twenty seven races total. That's a lot for a pro. Yeah. That's definitely a lot for a pro. All right. What else do you got? All starting in April. What else do I got? Do I got so much? It's like overwhelming how much My I list got. is – I've gone through my list already. You can go. I'm looking forward to the George Kite Invitational featuring the NAU Lumberjacks in cross country. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> I mean, when do we start getting in cross country mode? That's soon. Preseason, like nobody on training camp. I don't think anybody on the pod, anybody listening to the pod right now, I don't think they're tuned in for early cross country takes. When can I start giving the old early cross country takes? You can do it on your show, the NCAA cross country show, which what debuts in September. Let's do that. Are you going to ban me from cross country talk on the pod? Is that the new thing? Is that what's going to happen? if people want to listen to cross country talk, then we'll talk about it. But I think we we have a more track focused audience right now. Fair enough. Well, if you want to listen to me talk about cross country, tune in to season two. You're doing it right now. You're just are you killing our viewership right show. now? No, no, I'm I'm promoting. I'm doing some prom- promotion. I'm not killing the viewership. This is called promotion. Is it, is it going down? You should yes, promote my show. Uh, this week in track, I posted it two days ago on YouTube. Go, go watch it. Go watch it. Yeah, see? It's some World Championship yeah. Awards. That's promotion. This week in track? Yeah. All right. So, what, who else do I want to see or races who I want to see want go to down? See? Yeah. I mean, this won't happen, but I would want to see relays again. It kind of sucks that the only relays we get are these ones at Worlds. But, like, I was talking to – I put up a poll. If you go to Flowtrack Twitter, give me your takes on this poll. So this idea came from a conversation I had with Grant Holloway. And he's like, who would win in a 4 by one Adidas? Adidas or Nike? And look at this poll. It this is conversation with Grant Holloway? Well, before I posted this, so a few days ago. Okay. So, who would you take in this theoretical race? A Nike team that goes Coleman, Norman, Bracey, Curly, or an Adidas team that goes Baker, Holloway, Knighton, Lyles? And according to this poll, 50.3% go with the Adidas team, which I'm kind of surprised what? because – You'd think they might go with the Nike team because it has Curly on it, has Bracey who got second in the in the world, Coleman, a 2019 world champion, Norman. Yeah, you know, so I was surprised that I Adidas put won this, but 
I'd put Bednarik on that team too, the Nike team. You can't um, though. You gotta take someone off. You gotta take someone off if you're gonna put Bednarik on it. Yeah, I take Norman off. It's a four by one. Norman's run nine eight. And he's a world champion. World Norman's champion a... in a four hundred. <laughs> no, I put. Yeah, ben but the Narek guy can run a fast two hundred. We know how fast. Nor- Who has a faster two hundred PB? Bednarik, isn't it? Who's Michael Norman's two hundred PB? I mean, the guy oh. just got silver. The guy just got silver in the world championship two hundred. I'm putting, and and he actually runs the hundred frequently. So, Michael Norman has run nine eighty six and nineteen seven. Oh, like yeah, the nine eighty six he did the the nine eighty six the one off meet in AP Ranch and stuff. I'm taking Ben Derek. In any event, Nike wins. Nike wins that. Well, why does the poll disagree with you then? Polls can be wrong. I just don't. You have, I mean, current Baker isn't Baker hurt right now anyway. Yeah, so assumed all one hundred percent healthy. <laughs> Someone put Canada wins again. That should be the correct answer. That's a good one. I like that. Uh yeah. You got. Well, okay, one hundred percent healthy, but I just I don't have a marker on like how good he is, and then you have Holloway, Knight, and Lyles, none of whom are specializing in the hundred against at least three of the four on the other team who are specializing in the hundred, two of which got, I mean, handoffs, whatever. Like, I guess we're just assuming equal handoffs here because who knows what happened with that. I mean, one team, you have the gold and silver medalist on there. I don't think this is in the hundred. I don't think this is a hard pull, even though it's, no, split it, is, it's it is a hard pull because it, we literally saw a team with the, the best hundred meter runners on it and they lost. So why, you can't just go off of who has the, the fastest four PBs. Like, you have to go off of a different reason. Yeah, I'm going off of – if you're assuming the handoffs are the same, which I, I don't know how you'd ever judge which team would have the better handoffs in a hypothetical relay. Again, one guy on that team got the gold in the 100 and we're on the 4 by one The other guy got the silver in the 100. It's a 4 by one The other guy was sixth in the world, right? And then I would not – I would put – I think Norman's great. I would run – Bednarik, he's run what nineteen sixty eight. The chat tells me nineteen six eight and nine eight nine on that team, and they would and win. Norman's run nine eighty six, which is faster, and nine seven zero, which is only two one hundred slow. Yeah, again, I'm going with the guy who runs the hundred frequently. The other team, Aaron Knighton hasn't. He's great, and the two hasn't broken ten in the hundred. Lyles, obviously, he'd be great. We know that. Holloway hasn't broken ten. In the hundred, and oh, come on. Neither has Sydney. Hasn't broken fifty in the four hundred. Right, but she's split of forty-eight seven, so I have a, a more reliable data point. What well, I mean, maybe Holloway's yeah. whatever Holloway is. I mean, you and Grant Holloway hypotheticals should become like a couple. It's just incredible. Like you're willing to say Grant Holloway can hypothetically do anything, which I'm a I'm a big believer in his talent and his ability, but like. Can he run a hundred faster than Christian Coleman? Can he run a hundred faster than Marvin? I mean, you go leg to leg here. Like every leg is better on the Nike team, pretty much. So I don't know how how do you have the Adidas team winning if every leg on the Nike team is better? Straight up hundred, who do you take? Curly or Lyles? Curly. I think you take Curly because you just said Curly was gonna break the world record two weeks ago. So I think you gotta go Curly there. Uh Bracey Knight and straight up in the hundred. Who do you go with? On a curve, Knighton. 
Well, you can move the legs around. I'm just saying no, fast you can't. 100. Who do you, you got? You can't move the legs around. You got to do so, two people have to run a curve. Then I would put Bednarik on the curve, and I would put Bracey second or whatever. But Bracey versus Knighton, it's Bracey, obviously. Uh, let's go to the first not leg. On a Coleman curve. versus Baker. Again, not on a curve. Right, who are you taking right now? Coleman over uh, or, or Baker in the 100? Who are you taking? Coleman. Coleman. Okay. And then Bednarik versus Holloway. Why are you putting Ben Nerick on this team? That's not what is going on. The team has because Michael he runs for Norman Nike. on the team. Yeah, I didn't but that's sign not... off on the poll. I didn't. You I mean, made the team weaker then, and you shouldn't have. I'm. Well, no, I made the team with world champions. Okay, that's what I did. Bracy didn't win a world title. Norman did. Kenny right. B didn't win one, but Norman did. You just said you're making it with world champions, and and you have Bracy yes. on there who got his. Well, I'm not going to let a world champion. I'm not. I'm not going to let a world champion sit on the sideline. So I had to take someone it's off. It's a four by one. It's a four by one. It's a four. Don't you made a weaker team, and they're like, look, Adidas can win. Do it with I the strongest four team. guys, and even with Norman Nike wins. You just said like three of the four legs are faster. So what's your math to come up with the reasoning for why the other team would win? It doesn't make any sense. The math is. Nike has an you advantage think Holloway, first and last. You think Grant Holloway can run like eight seconds in 100? That's what the math is. And, and he's really good, no. but he's not Superman. That's what it is. My math was that, based on the lineup I showed and the order I showed, that Team Nike would have a better first and fourth leg, and I think Team Adidas would have a better second and third leg. And I think it would be close. And I think it would be a race. I think five times out of ten, one team would win. And five times out of ten, the other team would win. No. If the handouts were even, it would not be close. I mean, you could pick oh, other you Nike up? athletes. You, you could pick other. You could put Krauser on there. He's a world champion. He's, he's for Nike. Oh, look at this. Okay. So, Devin Quinn, Ronnie Baker, Grant Holloway, and Arian Knighton. Beat a relay with Bracey, DeGrasse, Zanyaya, and Bromel. So we do have a data point that shows a 4 by one with Holloway and Knighton and Baker on it. Ain't too bad. Mm -hmm. I always base it off of relays with different people in them in a meet in April, and that's the best way to do it. And Look at this, look at this result. Champion. Look at this result, though. Quinn, Knighton, Holloway, Baker, 3809. Bracy DeGrasse with Bromel. They're not the same teams. Points. Some of the people are the same. Some of them are not, and it's in April. And again, the Nike team could lose because all this is going to come down to handoffs. But if you're telling me the handoffs are identical and you go leg by leg, the Nike team is better. But if you go off of other data what points, you think there Grant is Holloway an argument. Would run. If you make up a time that Grant Holloway hasn't run, all of a sudden they're way better. Again, I think Grant Holloway's great. Maybe we should just have the race. Maybe we should just settle the, settle the issue and have the race. That's what we want. Yeah, but to go into more detail about what I want to see is I want to see relays. I would love to see someone even like posted. Like, wouldn't it be crazy to see like an Steiner – Mo, um, McLaughlin, and insert whoever you want, fourth leg, maybe Brynn Wilson or Dillo Muhammad. They see everyone who can split 48 seconds or faster. 
in a four in a four record. by four. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah, world record. That's a world record team right there. Yeah, but incredible. you take that team though, and you have them race a world team with Femke Bull, Shawnee Miller Weibo, two other um, Paulino and mm-hmm. someone else who's a great, you know, Cherokee Young or someone like that. And then you have someone with you the entire time to see if we can create a world record because four by fours a lot lately have been a team by themselves. And if there's a team constantly with you, you know, your 47.9 becomes a 47.5. You know, your 48.8 becomes a 48.3. And then all of a sudden you see what you can push to the human limit to. I agree. I I think now would be the time to do it. It'd be super fun. We see all this stuff preseason, not all the time, but you see the DMR indoors. Let's run a relay. It's more fun at the end of the season when everybody's in really good shape. I guess it would take everybody being sponsored by the same shoe company to really want to do it, which would be tough. But, you know, Gordon's already volunteered. He put together the the Nike team and the Adidas team there for everybody to behold. And to be on the team, you have to be a world champion unless you're not a world champion. And then you can be on the team anyway, because I don't think it. I don't think my situation is that complicated. I tried to put as many yeah. world champions on, and then if there was an extra slot, I put in. If you, the next best runner. If you're trying to come up with was, an all, yes. If you're trying to put up, come up with an all star team, you should put the best four on each team. I genuinely think Michael Norman. Have, is one of the best four Nike 100-meter runners. I mean, I disagree, but that's that's a better argument than what you said before, which is like I'm putting world champions on, and then you didn't put world champions on. That that doesn't make any sense. Because then why is Coleman champion I didn't put on there? What's what's world champion I didn't put on there? I'm saying you – no, you said I have to put Norman over Bednarik. Because Norman won a world title, but then you have Arian Knighton on there, and you have Marvin Bracey on there, you have Christian Coleman yeah. on there, you have very only few a, actual a, world champions. How many U.S. world champions are there of the past two worlds? There's Coleman from 2019. There's Norman. Gordon. There's Gordon. Curly. It's a four and by then one. There's Miles. It's a four by one. It's not In Holloway. A four by four. It's a four by one. It's not a four by four. Uh, Donovan, Bra- if you did this exercise in 2019, would you put Donovan Brazier on it? No, because 800 meter runners don't run the 100, Kevin. And Michael Norman can run time? the 100. He ran it all in college. He can do the 100 meter dash. It's not crazy. He can I'm run, not putting he's not in one of the four best guys. in a 60 meter dash. He didn't run the 100 this year. I don't know how hard this is for you to understand. He didn't run the 100 this year. Neither did the. I don't think Abby Steiner ran a single open four hundred this year. She was on the four by four. Because for Kentucky, she was one of the best four clearly, and then she ran a split that indicated she'd be one of the best four in the U.S. That's totally different. Totally Let's different. Just look at Michael Norman's past two years leading up to twenty twenty two. He runs nine eighty six in a hundred and nine ninety seven, and he has a nineteen. 70 200 like yeah he has the one he has the 986 he ran 1983 this year in 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 2022 look at what bednarik ran (laughs) 
talking about? He just won a silver medal in the two hundred. Okay, you know what? I just I <laughs> pray to God that we get a the Narek versus Michael Norman race in a two hundred or a one hundred, and I I will bet you that Michael Norman will beat him. I also think Kenny Listen. B is going to win the twenty twenty three world title for the record. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Kenny B. None of you, you I need to predicted stop. that he's going to win. None of none of your arguments. He's going to win the twenty twenty three world title. Overlapped like, onto each other. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. Listen, listen. Just like with Hollett, Norman is great. You're putting him in this position to say, like, oh, he's not that great. But Narek consistently runs the 100 and has run a faster 200 and just got the silver medal in a 200. You'd put him in the 4x1 over Norman. Um, hold on. This comment sums it up here. DC Noel. There's every chance that Norman could beat Kenny B at 100 tomorrow, but it's incorrect to presumptively select him over Kenny B in July 2022. Kevin is right. Okay, wow, you found the one person who said you're right. Well, 50.8% of the Twitter viewership thought I was right. Yeah, okay, let's hold on. Let's pull up. Never mind. I'm not, I don't want to go in this. I don't want to go down this road. Top, is that top? Hold go on. down the road. Go down the road. What's oh, the road? What's, oh, what's oh, we got head to head. Oh, go back, head to head. So switch so it, go, to change it to 200. Change it to 200. Change it to 200. I don't think they ran that much. And then, yeah, Bednarik. He's not there? Okay. Yeah. Whoa, do 100. 100. No 100? Yeah. Whoa. Like Ooh, this is interesting. Working. Colt working overtime here. I don't think they've ever raced each other in what I can see. I mean, surely they have, but like. So this argument has some legs to it that. Truly don't know. That's that's the matchup we need to see. We need to see you know the who, track podcast you know who matchup else? of Michael Norman versus Kenny B in a 200. You know who else hasn't raced Michael Norman in a 100? You. Oh. And I'm going to take Benaric over. Well, this is kind of interesting that they haven't raced each other. That is kind of interesting, no? You know why? You know why they haven't raced each other? Because Norman's been focused why? on the 400, and the other guy's been running the 200 and the 100. That's why. And you're going to take the guy who runs the 400 over the other guy who's run the 200 and the 100 in a 4 by one Why do you keep on saying Michael Norman runs the 400? Because he yes, does. He, he runs the 400. He run the 200, he also... and he has one incredible 100 that he ran in a low-key meet, which is great. Again, if he does it again, I think he can do it. But what was his, what was his other best time there? A 997? Right? Is that his second best hundred time? Go to 2020. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His second best hundred time is 997. Again. Why are you? Just, just like the commenter said, he, he could. Oh, he ran 990. He ran 990 at pre. Yeah. Which is great. Multiple sub. That's three sub tens last year. And then he ran 1983 okay. in April of this year. Bednarik ran 9.89 at the trials last year, 9.96 in the semis. This year, he consistently he ran a nine or he ran 9.95 and a 9.98. I mean, oh, oh, 9.98, 9.95. What are these Michael Norman type times? Come on. I'm saying, but he runs mostly the 200 and the 100. I just I don't understand why you're talking about running a curve. You'd put Bednarik on the curve. If I were to show you these results. These Kenny B hundred meter results, you would think that looks like a Michael Norman type result. 
Again, I in April, Michael Norman now? ran 1983. In April, Michael Norman ran 1983. April of what? 2020? 2022. What are you talking about? He ran 1983. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lost the girl. Yeah. Do, you know do you know how many times uh, Kenny B has run faster than that? Just once. And he had how many attempts? It's One, here. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight it's attempts. Here. You don't get you don't get credit because he tried it more. He's run faster than that over time. He has a faster two hundred PB. You're wrong in this argument, but that's okay. I'm not wrong. I actually Strange. the more and more I think about it. At first it was a bit, but now I kind of believe it. So I will say that you'd put him. Guy you'd has put run, him on a four by. I would put him on a four by one. He's run 1986 and 1970, and he's a world champion in the four hundred. Those three things. <laughs> you keep I think that. you keeps. Why is world champion in the four hundred more relevant to a four by one leg than? Because world champion means you got talent. It means you got talent. It means you got talent. He got sil. <laughs> Benerik got silver in the two hundred, and beat Knighton, the guy you have on the four by one for the other two. This is ridiculous. I can't believe we spent this much time talking about it. All right. Well, we'll settle it eventually. They'll race each other, and then we'll have all the. Reasons to clap back at each other. I think I'm going to turn out victorious, though. I'm pretty confident. Kevin, diss track if he's wrong. <laughs> Is Gordon diss track for who? Or who's or am I? Who's gotta make, in that scenario? You got to make one. That's you. You got to make okay. one if he's wrong. Twenty four what? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care that Everybody much won, about won. it. I don't care that much about it. Just he posts a weaker team. And then it's like, see this made-up team that I made? They would lose to this other team. I disagree that they're weaker. I disagree. I think that that's yeah, a better team. Tom Jones Listen, and Memorial even with... has something to say about that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Listen, even if you have Norman on the team, though, that being said, Nike's st- – I'm arguing with you about two different things. Both of them are stupid. But <laughs> even with that team, the Nike team still wins right now. Handoffs being equal. All right. I want to see relays, and I want to see a Kenny B versus Michael Norman race in whatever. I agree with you on the relays. I, I we're clamoring for that race. I don't know if the demand is out there outside of this podcast, but you've put it into the universe now. Um, David says, "What field event matchups will happen in summer 2022?" <sighs> Let's see. I mean, geez, you want to see Mondo versus the world record Senators. again? I would, yeah. And then I, I mean, Krauser, I want to see battle. The U.S. women were so good in throws. Allman, I'm sure she, she, she wanted gold, so it'd be fun to see her throw again. Let's see. Long jump. Uh, I'm not sure. I want to see the high jump again. Europeans should be good for that. Europe, European championships should have some good field event action. Love the high jump. Uh, someone says, where's the trash can for Gordon's takes? Or are we just doing diss tracks now? Yeah, I left the trash can in uh, Eugene. So we are just doing only diss tracks. That's the only way you can get back at Gordon now is diss tracks. I just... I'm really okay, DC says, says, DC Null says Warholm Revenge Tour. So... That would be great, but I don't, I don't think know. it's going to happen. I don't think he's gonna push it i think he's gonna shut it down. i don't know how hurt he is yeah it, it seemed like 
He said he just didn't have the training underneath him in that last hundred. I thought he re-aggravated something when I first watched it. And I thought, well, this is the disaster scenario. But he mentioned just not having the training. So if he does feel, yes, that would be the ultimate revenge tour. Oh, you guys thought I was finished? Thought that was it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go lay a, a bunch of 46 lows on you at the end of the season. Run about myself. Mill tracks what? right now? I, I don't know. Yeah, more of tracks. But I don't know. But I don't know how healthy he is. But if he is healthy, yes, that would be the number one candidate. Benjamin is done for the year. So we could end up just with Dos Santos running by himself for the remainder of the year. I mean, Bassett ran really well, though, too. I'd like to see Bassett run some more races, see, see where he's at. Um, yeah, he says, I think many people would shut it down, but Warholm is crazy. He'll put a big time down just to do it. He's crazy. Crazy in a good way. All right. We'll leave it there. Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. We're back. Normal recording schedule next week, Gordon? I think so. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Right? Yeah. Who's on your A6 4x100 team? You have an A6 4x100 team? Oh, yeah. New balance? Bring back... Who's that one A6 athlete? With Martin something? The 800 meter guy? Well, New Balance, you could just go Bromel to Bromel. To Bromel to Bromel. Put Cindy on there. Cindy can make Speaking of which, I did think it was funny. I was reading some of the relay regulations for whatever reason over the past couple weeks, and then they have a point in there about how each member can only run one leg of a relay. And it kind of got me thinking. We obviously had that two-by-two-by-four thing, so recovering is really tough, but then I was wondering – with that women's four by four, because so many people were going down. If like Sydney, just like, eh, and have you run the first leg of the twice. fourth leg? Just see what happens. Yeah. See, well, that would be the perfect. That would be the perfect event for a thing, Mo. If she hadn't been gassed in the uh, eight hundred a couple hours before. Oh, we're actually going to do four podcasts next week: Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Saturday afternoon. Because first Diamond League get back, so Salissa. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll have to talk about that. Um, might be a Gordon solo that pod on that Saturday. Why? If we do a Gordon, uh, might have to. We got to farm these get... clips, man. We got to get more diss tracks. We got to make an album by the end of the year. Well, if I'm gone, though, the likelihood of there being a diss track goes up. So you guys should be happy. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. The solo pods oh, so you... are where the disc tra- That's where they come from. The solo pods. Okay. So maybe I won't come next week. Just all Gordon for a whole hour. And then he'll run out of things to say in the first 10 minutes and then just say ridiculous Little stuff. That. All right. Like, subscribe, email us. I haven't checked our email in forever. I haven't either. You got to start checking. Log in. You start checking yeah, because we're going to start doing, I guess, my PR. Again, an internet coach. So. All right. Thanks to Colt. Thanks for listening. Thanks to- Everybody for listening. Yeah. Gordon, I'm going to swing by your house. We got we got um, stuff to discuss. It does not have to do with the 4 by one Nothing to do with hypothetical 4 by ones between two big shoe companies. Um, so I'll see you in a little bit. Everybody else have a, a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Peace.